Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you. God bless you. We're here again today in the name of the Lord. Let us approach his throne as we go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. Oh, God, you've been, oh, God, a great God to us. Oh, God, you're worthy of the praise, the glory, and the honor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the plan of salvation. Thank you for healing. Thank you for your marvelous works toward the children of men. We thank you right now for the blessings that we're enjoying right now. Father, as we lift your name, as we praise you in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of our trial, in the midst of our storm, we give you glory. We give you praise because you are our God. And besides you, there is no other. In the name of Jesus. Fathers, we pray and petition you. We pray for those that said pray for us. Look on brother Nassim. Look on old God. Sister Akari and many others, God, that have submitted their prayer requests. We ask you would touch in the name of Jesus. Look on, oh God, the Pentecostal Power Church family. Father, look on the angel of the church, our pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Murchison, and the ministerial body, and all believers everywhere. Oh God, we pray, God, that you would reach the four corners of the earth, and save, send deliverance in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. We thank you right now, God. Oh, God, be a shield under them that put their trust in you. Touch, touch, Lord. Send a great deliverance in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory and praise right now. Look on my wife. Look on my family. Look on a portion of our unsaved family, Lord. We ask you would save. Look, oh God, on those workers, God, on the front line. Look on those, oh God, that are behind prison walls, those in nursing homes. We pray, God, you would touch in the name of Jesus. Look on those precious souls, God, that are seeking for the Holy Ghost. Touch, Lord. Save, Lord. Send a great deliverance. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Fathers, we decrease. We ask that your anointing would increase. And, Father, we give you all the glory. We give your name, the honor, and the praise. 
These are another blessing we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're here. Amen. In the name of the Lord. Amen. And we bring you greetings. Amen. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, as we said before, we honor our pastor, Bishop Murchison uh, of the Pentecostal Power Church. We're around his leadership and we honor First Lady Paulette Murchison and to uh, my own wife, Missionary Newson, and to the entire Pentecostal Power Church family. Um, we thank God for you. Uh, we give God glory, give God praise um, for all of you that are um, listening and that have uh, tuned in to our broadcast. Uh, we want to take the opportunity to uh, uh, tell God thank you and also give a heartfelt thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers. We thank God for you today. Uh, we want to go into, amen, uh, the word of the Lord. We do have a word from the Lord today, and we're going to be talking from uh, the subject of the sacrifice of suffering. Uh, we're going to talk about this series uh, for this week, uh, the sacrifice of suffering. And as we get down through here, we'll be touching on a sacrifice of praise to God. Praise the Lord. And so I, I, I believe that we should offer sacrifice of praise uh, to the Lord, no matter what we are facing, uh, no matter what obstacles or challenge or trials may uh, be before us. Uh, we're admonishing you and encouraging you to keep uh, a praise on your lip and in your heart toward our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he he deserved all the praise and all the honor and the glory. And so as we get into this uh, lesson plan on today, we're going to go to uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 13. We're going to touch on that. We're going to get some other scriptures uh, down through here on this week. But we want to um, go ahead and uh, get Hebrews chapter 13 and uh, uh, verse number 14. So we're going to read that uh, for you hearing. But before I do that, I wanted to uh, thank God for um, all the mothers on Mother's Day on yesterday. Um, we want to uh, say that again. Happy uh, Mother's Day, even if it's belated Mother's Day. Uh, we want to still honor all of the beautiful mothers that are out there, and especially those of you that are listening. We honor all the mothers of our church, of the Pentecost Power Church, and uh, godly mothers everywhere, and uh, mothers uh, of all walks of life. Um, we honor you in your respective place, and we thank God for um, what the Lord is yet doing uh, for you. And so uh, we just wanted to say that uh, and uh, let all of you know that I hope that uh, you had a beautiful Mother's Day, and I hope you were able to uh, uh, take a break, you know, because mothers are always uh, putting out. And so... We hope that you enjoyed um, what uh, we call Mother's Day on yesterday. And even on today, uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. So let us get into this topic today as we talk about uh, the sacrifice of suffering. And uh, it's uh, necessary for the people of God to understand uh, what suffering has to deal with 
as it relates to uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so uh, we must uh, arm ourselves likewise, according to the, uh, uh, Peter 4 and 1. He said, for as much then Christ has suffered in the flesh for us, arm yourself likewise with the same mind. For he which has suffered from the flesh, uh, from the flesh has ceased from sin. And so as we uh, get into this today, we want to uh, understand as a people that um, Jesus Christ, he's the same uh, yesterday, uh, today and forevermore. And so um, we don't have to be um, led away. Uh, as our bishop talked about on last week, the danger of drifting. We don't have to be led away by uh, diverse, strange teachings because people will tell you um, that suffering is not uh, for the people of God and is not necessary for the church of, uh, of, of this age, which is the same age because we're still in this dispensation of grace and truth. And so we must understand uh, the perspective of uh, God teaching his followers and his disciples. And uh, he said in uh, Matthew uh, 16, 24, he said, if any man will come after me, and he also had it in Luke. And uh, in, in the book of Luke, he had, uh, you know, the same saying or the same statement that if we're going to follow God, um, we we must suffer and it's in luke 9 and 23 as well and so uh or deny himself and denying oneself uh, may have to deal with tolerating or accepting something that's um less uh tolerable or less uh appealing to us and so as we look at this lesson today we want to make sure that we understand that uh, we want to make sure our heart is strengthened uh, by the grace of God and, uh, you know, not by other types of teachings, you know, because there's various types of teaching and people won't um, share with you that um, suffering is a part of this walk. And so we must encourage you um, to let you know that uh, Jesus uh, he suffered outside the gate. And uh, when you look at the Israelites, they were um, considered inside the gate uh, for the simple fact of, you know, they uh, were people that was chose by God and they um, they assembled themselves together. And uh, Jesus, um, he didn't have a place to lay his head. And so he was outside of the camp. So he was grace in the midst of law. And so we need to know that through him uh, that we can uh, uh, offer up continually uh, a sacrifice of praise to God because Christ was the mediator between uh, man and God or between uh, God and man. And so if we look at it right, uh, according to the scripture, uh, we have to make sure that the sacrifices that we offer that they're pleasing to God. Uh, when you go to uh, Romans, uh, if you go to Romans uh, chapter 12 and verse one and two, he says, I'm just going to quote it. And he's, I beseech ye, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, 
holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And he says here, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so uh, that you may prove what is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. We must know um, that um, the first sacrifice of praise. Um, well, we'll let the scripture do the talking. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 13. And uh, we're going to go to Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 12. Uh, we're just going to take a look at it uh, and read here. It says, uh, thank you, Lord. We're going to take a look here. And it says here in 12, uh, it says, wherefore, Jesus also that he might sanctify. It says uh, Jesus also um, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood. And it says uh, he suffered without the gate. And he said, let us, praise the Lord, go forth there unto him without the camp bearing his reproach. And so we too that was begotten of Christ, um, we're outside the camp. But we need to offer uh, uh, the praise to God, you know, because we're also bearing his reproach you know uh peter four and one says for as much then christ has suffered in the flesh for us arm yourself likewise so we also bear that reproach praise the lord and he says for here we have no continuing city but we seek um one to come and so we know uh jesus is that city praise the lord and so anything that uh, does not include uh, the Lord, our Savior, the one that said, I will go and prepare a place for you and where I am there, you may be also. We got to understand that uh, that kingdom has arrived because the king had arrived on earth and he had made atonement for our sins. And now we can uh, be where he is. And, you know, uh, John, first John says, that he said, behold, what man of love the father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. And so we got to know that now we are uh, partakers of Christ's sufferings as well. And so we got to know that uh, verse 14 says, for we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. And so um, as you know, as we look at this, you know, we got to understand uh, a few things here. You know, uh, when it says, let us go to him outside of the camp, uh, bearing the disgrace he endured. And so we're going to we're going to deal with some reproaches as well. And the Jewish Christians uh, was in that time was being ridiculed or persecuted by Jews that didn't believe in Jesus. This is what uh, Hebrews is kind of alluding to here. And it talks about uh, the Messiah. Jesus was referenced as the Messiah. And they, uh, you know, had a lot of great uh, uh, issues and problems with him saying that he was the Messiah. They were looking for a Messiah to come, but they were saying he was not the Messiah. And so this posed a great problem to their Jewish culture and teaching. 
because they felt like he was being equivalent to God. And they they said he was blaspheming and all this other stuff. And so uh, we can look at most of the book of Hebrews. It tells us, you know, uh, how Christ was the greatest, greatest uh, sacrificial system. You know, the law had a sacrificial system, but it never could make the commerce there too perfect, you know, because, you know, every time they uh, sacrificed an animal year by year, there was a remembrance of sin. But Jesus came to uh, eradicate and remove the sin stain. Praise the Lord. And so we thank God for uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But it says here, uh, uh, the greater sacrificial system uh, uh, was uh, brought to us uh, uh, without uh, the camp. So he was outside of the gate. He didn't, you know, um, you know, uh, take care of uh, everything that they wanted him to take care of. According to their Jewish belief, they thought he was going to restore the kingdom back to Israel. But he came to restore and reconcile man back to God, praise the Lord, which would bring man back into fellowship and back into God's kingdom because he was the king of the Jews and he was the king and the priest forever after order of Melchizedek. And so we must understand that he was the Messiah, praise the Lord. And so uh, to be outside the camp, uh, was associated with to be unclean. So they looked at Jesus as being unclean because of uh, his teachings and because of uh, the method which he brought salvation, praise the Lord. But they were blinded. They did not know that he was, you know, the God incarnate, you know, uh, you know, they didn't know that he was uh, God manifested in the flesh. Because if they would have known that, they wouldn't have not crucified our Lord and Savior. And so uh, this has to deal with, but Jesus, he suffered humiliation. And this is where we are today as we talk about suffering. We're going we're gonna to stop right there and we're going to pick it up again tomorrow. But I wanted to talk to um, all of us as believers, you know, uh, do we want to uh, admit that we do not like suffering, humiliation, and embarrassment. Nobody wants to be humiliated or suffer embarrassment. Praise the Lord. And so this was one of the things that um, when we talk about the sacrifice of suffering, sometimes for God's sake, we're humiliated. You know, we're made spectacles. People will do some crazy, uh, absurd things to us, and we must still have the right attitude and the right perspective about our purpose in God. And so you can't allow people um, to thwart your purpose for what God has birthed in your life uh, because suffering is a part of what God is doing for us to make us into his image and his likeness and also to get us into his kingdom once we bear his image, praise the Lord. And so, um, you know, uh, he bared embarrassment, stuff like that. Um, you know, sometimes we uh, will say we are loyal to God until uh, pressure come or until suffering come. We will say, uh, 
I'm I'm a good Christian. I'm a believer in Christ. But then when the suffering comes, then will we choose to still follow? Will we still choose to obey? Will we still choose to uh, do the things that are necessary to suffer and please the Lord as we go through for his name's sake? And so it's important for us to know that uh, sometimes we're looked on as outsiders too. You know, all of those that belong to God and those that are saved and are believers in Christ, the world look at you differently than they do uh, those that are like-minded like they are. So people that's in the world have a different view of the church. And so, you know, they look at us, you know, very, very differently with in a different light. Praise the Lord. And it kind of goes into some of what I talked about yesterday. We shouldn't be looking down on anybody. But, you know, sometimes people, they uh, they'll look down on you for being in church. Praise the Lord. They'll look down on you for being saved. And you the one have, you know, the eternal plan uh, to also uh, be a help to them where God can rescue them from their sins, but they'll look down on you because you're saved or because you desire to be saved. People will look down on you and say, oh, you know what? That's, that's old fogey stuff. That stuff, you know, you know, that ain't for me. But at the same time, when calamity come in their life, they will pick up the phone and, uh, or they'll, they'll quickly get your attention and say, Hey, I need you to pray for me. But you just was looking down at me, you know, moments ago saying, you know, you didn't believe all this. And so this is why, you know, I wanted to share, you know, the sacrifice of suffering. It is well pleasing to God. And so when you suffer and Peter says, if you suffer, you know, for the will of God, and we're going to be talking about some more going on through this week, throughout this week. But if you suffer for the name of Christ, if you're reproached for the name of Christ, the Bible says, happy are ye. And we also get, get Matthew uh, 5 and uh, 12. We also get that. I think we're going to get that too uh, during during this week. But I want to say this as we get ready to wrap up by encouraging you today. You know, uh, the sacrifice of suffering, uh, you have to know that it's pleasing to God. It may not be pleasing to you, but understand that it's pleasing to God. We must, when it's not pleasing, to us in our flesh, we must know that it's pleasing to God, it's well pleasing to God, and we must still praise God when we're suffering. When we're going through tests, trials, sickness, all types of situations, we should still say, God, I owe you praise, I give you thanks, because it could be worse. Praise the Lord. Uh, and we have to know that. Um, there's uh, some things that happen in our Christian life. It describes three different types of sacrifices. And so on tomorrow, we're going to talk about the three uh, different types of sacrifices. And so we want you to be ready on tomorrow as we go into the sacrifice of suffering. Uh, it has to have a sacrifice of praise to God. Uh, that God will be pleased. And so we want to make sure that we understand what are these uh, uh, three uh, kinds of sacrifice, you know, 
there's three kinds of sacrifice. And so we're going to talk about those on tomorrow. And so uh, if you know what those three kinds of sacrifices are, please text them to us so we can uh, respond with your answers. So if you listen to the broadcast, we want you, uh, we have an assignment. Uh, we have an agenda for you to search the scriptures and let us know what those three sacrifices are. Those three kinds of sacrifices that we make to God. Okay. So I want you to look out and look through the scriptures and text me uh, through Podbean uh, or uh, my direct line, 414-628-0568. Text me um, just your name and your answer as to uh, what are these um, three kinds of sacrifices that are described in the scriptures. You know, our, our Christian life can be described as three different kinds of sacrifices that we make to God. And so if you can text me and let me know what your answer is concerning those, we can go into further discussion on this week. And so we'd like to get your answers uh, uh, no later than uh, tomorrow, no later than Wednesday. So you got a couple days uh, to get us your answers, your, your response. And so please let us know the three kinds of sacrifices that we make to God. And so we would like to hear from you. We want to let you know that we love you. We hope we said something to encourage you as we talk about this sacrifice of suffering. Uh, prepare your heart, prepare your mind. Uh, even in a time like this, uh, it doesn't always uh, feel good, but know that you're not going through in vain. Uh, because the scripture says in uh, Corinthians 15 and 58, it says, but be you steadfast, unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And so we're going to leave it right there and let you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And so we want to say, uh, God bless you. Uh, may God continue to smile upon you. Uh, again, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, um, with the faith in God internet TV. Uh, we definitely want to say, uh, God bless you to all of our listening uh, audience, want to let you know we appreciate uh, everything that you have done so far. And uh, we just want to let you know we love you and God bless you until next time. And uh, please continue to pray for us as we pray for you. And we pray for your success in God. Until next time, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you in Jesus' name.